You are listening to Two Dads and a Podcast. Yes, excellent. Don't forget me. Can I do one too? After all, I'm always second in command. You're listening to Two Dads, the podcast. <laughs> and from Masters of the Universe, don't forget to... What is it? What's my line? What is my line? Oh, yes. By the power of Grayskull, listen to Two Dads, the podcast. I feel powerful. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Two Dads and a Podcast interview series. Ba-bam. Uh, we're excited about this one. This one was a lot of fun. Like we said in the previous episode, he took time out of his own birthday to sit down and chat with us to give this interview now, to us. He, he, the only gift we had was our presence. That's right. And he was That's happy right. with that. <laughs> and, you know, the, so I was looking in, of course, he's voiced so many characters, you know, of course, if you're listening, we're talking, to this, about, we're talking David about David K. K. Yeah, but he's done so many voices. He's done Megatron. He's done Clank. He's done Seshomaru. But one thing I was looking up that blew my mind that I I I I feel like I let everybody down is if you've watched TV at all <laughs> in the last I don't know two decades, you've heard his voice. He's he done is that. he is the movie trailer man. <laughs> well, he's not the only one. No, but, but. He's, he's one of the more iconic ones. <laughs> I was watching through some of his clips, and I was like, oh my god, how did I miss this before we interviewed him? <laughs> I have let everybody down, because we missed the chance to get the coming soon to an ear near you. Like, just, Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm sure well, you're going to cut all that from the final. Um, that's fine. <laughs> no, I'm leaving you in. What would Kyle A. Bear say? Um, next time, if we just, if we just cut him out of our daily, <laughs> well, weekly rituals, he doesn't even realize we exist anymore, man. <laughs> but anyway, I thought, anyway. He, I thought he was just still in his closet waiting for us to call back. <laughs> but anyway, guys, we are so happy to share this with you. And here it is. The interview with David K. Hey there, David. Uh, can you, uh. Uh, see me? You can't see me? I cannot I see you. I can hear you. Hello. Oh, hello. there you are. Hey. Ooh. Oh, it's there. Okay, good. There you are. I like your setup. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a brand new setup. The old uh, place was really cool. Uh, eventually, I'll get, I'll get a room outside there in a little building. But right now, we, we moved to Ventura County. And so we're in the top, we're in the second. So it's, it, it's uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's. Really oh, nice. Decent little office space. It's it's yeah it's a it's a great uh, temporary location let's put it that way. All right, oh. so uh, uh, we uh, are we recording already or uh, we we are we are yeah. Well, let me get my toy. <laughs> All right. Oh cool. And, oh what 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 is what is that one? Oh I like it. <laughs> the desk, Ratchet and Clank is on the desk too. It's over there. Nice, nice. Love that one. Uh, so do you? Uh... Do you, have you, do you play a lot of video games yourself or uh, mostly just the voice work on them? Used to, um, but you mostly the voice work now just because, you know, for me to, I mean, I know some people are totally into it uh, and, 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 and have time. I don't, I don't, like when I'm done with my day, I'm like, I'm usually watching, uh, you know, trying to catch up on binge watching something. Um, oh, yeah. There's yeah. so many TV shows out nowadays. It's, it's overwhelming <laughs> <There's>, almost. <laughs> Uh, or that, and uh, 
uh, I don't know how the hell I got into it, but I, I've, been, I've been studying this for this wine exam thing. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's just, I don't know, I, I got into it and my parents go, I don't know whose kid you are, uh, <laughs> but I got, I got into it and it's, uh, it takes a lot of effort and, and concentration to, to learn about that. To, uh, so I, you know, I'm spent time doing that. Um, but my son now, he was, he got a, a PS5 before, I don't know how the hell he got one, but uh, one day. <laughs> over to his place and we're going to play ratchet and clank i'm going to finally be able to play it there oh, yeah his arms in there he is oh nice i like it that's so cool my kids love ratchet and clank yeah this this i got this oh his arm fell off <laughs> when the the movie came out so uh they gave us all the uh ratchet and clank oh nice oh yeah that's awesome i love this yeah that sits on my uh my desk Man, who would have thought it would have just had a, a whole new just revival of Ratchet and Clank, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, no one ever knew, right? Uh, some of, you just never know when you read for something that was the audition for that for, for Clank was like a paragraph. And it was, uh, you know, we don't, he's a robot. We, we don't want him to sound like a robot. We kind of want to have, you know, human elements to him. We want to. Right, right. It was like a paragraph. And then the. And I went, geez, I don't know. Um, I started talking like this. You know, he my head would go back and forth. I'm sure that's why I have neck problems. Uh, <laughs> is if I wasn't doing it right, you know, because it was always like, Ratchet, we must find Captain Cor My head was like back and forth. And and that's how I knew I was in the pocket for that role because my head was, you know, my, my neck was was sore. But yeah, a little paragraph. And then uh, when I got the audition for the for the, the Beast Wars thing and any other uh, stuff I've done in the past, uh, there's you know a, a big bunch of paper and characters and re relationships and and all this stuff and pictures. And with Ratchet and Clank, there was nothing. There's nothing at all. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Well, thank you, thank you so much for for taking time out of your your birthday to to chat wow. with us. I know it's a real pleasure for you. <laughs> yeah, to be here. No, it's all good, man. It's 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 great. It's uh, I am. Let's you know the the, the number doesn't make sense to me. I don't know how we I how got to this number. I'm glad I did, and uh, we're just going <laughs> to celebrate every year. Period. There right. you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. So when you were younger, what what type of stuff did you geek out for? Sort of nerd for? Wow. Um, I think back about that. You know what I used to do? I don't know if anybody else has done this before, but I was. It's interesting because one of my first, you know, large roles was G.I. Joe, a great American hero. Right, right. Here I was, you know, born in Canada. And that didn't really stick with me until I got my citizenship. And I walked, walked out of the L.A. Convention Center and went, all right, now, now I can say, you know, <laughs> American hero. Um, but I used to play a lot of army men. I used to set up, I used to uh, order those soldiers in the plastic soldiers in the back of comic books. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like, you know, get 4,000 soldiers for $1, you know, and it's just send away for this stuff. And I would set them all up on my room and I have bunk beds and I go on top of the bunk beds and get an, uh, a, a ruler with an elastic band and I'd put it on and I'd aim it and try and ping off the different soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> or, so, um, yeah, it was in a, I remember G.I. Joe. I remember the large Mego dolls. Uh, my friend of mine had a bunch of those. Um, oh, yeah. So there's that. And then I got into seriously got into uh, famous monsters of film line magazine. Um, I, I think they still make it. And we used to go to this 
comic book store in my uh, small hometown. It was Sandy's bookstore. My friend somehow he was the same age as me, but he got a, he got a job in the basement of this co- this bookshop and uh, Sandy's bookshop, and it smelled like cigars and newspaper or books. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was just a it was a it was a great smell. It was a welcoming smell. Mm-hmm. A cross between like a pipe tobacco and comic books. You know, there's a I don't know. It was just you wanted to kind of stay there and read. It's comic- a comforting I, smell. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I used to go down, it was down creaky old wooden stairs and Dave would be the head of the comic books and he would be, you know, organizing them and stuff like that. And, uh, I go and hang out on Saturdays with him and just, I remember like looking through being fans of Jack Kirby before I knew who the hell Jack Kirby was and Stan Lee and reading old, old, uh, comic books, um, the Hulk. And, and I remember having, I had like Iron Man three. I had Iron Man like three, four, oh, wow. five. Oh wow! Yeah, and all, I had all these some awesome, awesome books. Early Spider Man, and little did we know, you know, later on those those comics would uh, grow in value. But I got my, I became a real fan of of Marvel. I also like the DC stuff, and it's interestingly enough, fast forward all these years later that, you know, I'm working and I've worked with both uh, franchises. Uh, both right, right, Marvel. yeah. And it's it's weird. And and then when I met Stan Lee, uh, you know, God bless him. Um, I wish he was still around, but I I had never worked with I'd never met him or worked with him. And the one time I was in an episode with Avengers Assemble and um, and the producer called me and said, hey, you got to come by the studio um, because, uh, you know, surprise for you. Anyway, we recorded. Uh, he said, what was it? Uh, no, you gotta, you, I make sure just making sure you're coming in today because special surprise. Cause I, I, one of the, one of the producers knew that I had not met Stan and I was like going off on how come I've never met Stan. Well, <laughs> I got nothing. And, uh, so when I walk and, oh my God, it's Stan Lee and he's there. And, and the same day, Mark Hamill is there playing a part. Uh, oh geez, oh, geez man. All there and <laughs> Mark Hamill's birthday that day, and uh, it was just amazing because most of the cast were in, and Stan was in a, a special, uh, you know, cameo in this episode. And I was, uh, um, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Ben and Von Simo. You know, I had to all listen. was all listening, blah blah blah. And and Mark Hamill was another one of my uh, henchmen, and. Uh, Stan had a part and his they recorded Stan first um, because he I get he had to go, of course, but he wanted to hang. Oh, yeah. His font, the font on this on the stands we walk in is it's 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 that big. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the size of that. And somebody made a comment. Roger Craig Smith said something goofy, as he always does. And and Hamill says that, hey, we should all be so lucky to have font that big. You know, <laughs> we should all live that long to be able to read font, period. Never mind how big it is. <laughs> Meeting right. Stan afterward, uh, I was like, I was a kid. You know, I was the kid back in the comic book store. And and Stan says, so what do you do on the show? I said, oh, I, I play uh, Baron Von Zemo. And I was Jarvis. He said, Baron Von Zemo. Give me a little Baron Von Zemo. So, oh, my God, I'm on the spot. I said, and I'm, I'm going to die a horrible death, Mr. Stan Lee. I don't know what I said, you know. The whole- <laughs> <laughs> but very good. Yes, yeah. And uh, it was just, to me, it was your heart's racing. And, and 
you know, uh, if your first thing you think is, oh my God, I hope I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing a good job for Stan Lee. And, and, uh, and he'd left and we all got back to the second half of the show recording and Mark Hamill's birthday brought some cake in for Mark. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I remember as a kid in the comic book store and Stan Lee and blah, blah, blah. And I also remember in 1977 going to see Star Wars in the local theater. And I'm I've been in, I'm in the room <laughs> with these two people <laughs> who are legends. Uh, and so, yeah, I've had moments like that throughout my career and, and continue to do so. And, and but that was really special. So me being a comic book uh, geek and, and meeting those those guys, in particular, Mr. Mr. Lee uh, was pretty damn special. Oh, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm still collecting those comic books. I got the <laughs> X-Men and the uh, DC, uh, the new Robin comics. Yeah, the new Robin comics days. are really good. They're great. There's a, we used to do, when I was living in L.A., um, in, in Burbank area, we used to get together when I was doing Transformers Animated with Derek Wyatt and, and, and Matt Youngberg uh, and the producers, you know, Marty, uh, the writer. Yeah, all of us we would get together once in a while and we would hit new comic book day at the house of secrets in burbank we'd go to we'd meet for lunch uh at uh with the talleyrand it's like it's been around forever and in particular we'd always have our thanksgiving and that would be the day before there'll be on the wednesday and we'd all meet up at lunch and have they were they were famous for their all year that have the turkey you know turkey and mash and cranberry sauce and then oh nice pumpkin pie and, and it was the, the gravy on it it's it's old school but we'd, we would always go and have like our thanksgiving and then we walk down the street to house of secrets which is an amazing comic book store in burbank and we'd you know buy new issues buy a whole bunch of stuff and uh you know you'd see all kinds of you know people in there doing the same thing everybody's wearing like you know a, a, a plaid shirt from the 90s and and they look like you know like big beards and stuff like that <laughs> and uh matt or somebody will always say hey see that over that's that that's so-and-so that they're working on the brand new uh marvel film or that's so he's a head writer for and they're all kids right to me they're like they're wow. kids. um and so it was just a really special time we still do that once in a while and I'm kind of hoping to get the band back together again to do our Thanksgiving this this year because we can now. Last year was so depressing. Oh um, yeah, this year we can, you know, we can we can do that with a fair amount of, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> with a fair amount of that we you know we might not get sick this time. Uh, so <laughs> well, uh, she, we're, we're going to try and do that again this year. You probably can't walk into a comic store without throwing a stone and hitting either a comic book oh. or uh, a manga that you voiced in it's yeah it's kind of kind of weird uh but i again i'm a fan um just like anyone and that's so cool it, the the thing is all the other people in that comic book store are also either they're animators they're writers because you're in you keep forgetting i keep forgetting you know you're in, you're in la you're in you're in you're in hollywood and uh <laughs> everyone sort of there they're they're right they're doing this stuff they're getting their their information um who's right, right. the uh, ratatouille the famous comedian he's so funny uh, i'm just blanking his his name um oh he's he, you know the comedian uh he's in everything pat and oswald yes pat yeah oswald. yeah and oswald is there all the time and i remember seeing Patton uh, a couple of times just i i wouldn't bother him that but there was a restaurant 
he used to eat at and we used to go to all the time when my kids were in school in Burbank. And he used to leave stacks of comics. He would come into this restaurant. I got to know the owner. He goes, yeah, Patton comes in all the time. He just, he, he reads them and just like, here, man, he, he leaves them for other people. So, Oh, remember, that's awesome. If you want to take some home. <laughs> so I remember grabbing like a few stacks once in a while that Patton had just left there because he already read through them. So he'd go and have coffee and have lunch and just, he'd read his comic books. And, and he <laughs> does that, uh, you know, apparently. Nice. So kind of neat. So as as a big fan of comics, I'm I'm sure you've thought about this at some point in your life. If if you could have a superpower, <laughs> what would your superpower be? Oh. oh, I know to turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> turn back nice. time, but I would still, I would still uh, know what I know now. But I would be younger knowing what I know now. That would be very powerful. That would be extremely powerful, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, no doubt. that's yeah. Eye of Agamotto level stuff going on there. Doctor Strange. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, there you go. But I think that would be kind of cool to turn back time. Um, I think that's why. I think it's one of the reasons why I, I you know, I kind of dig, dig wine so much in the old stuff. Uh, because you open something from from your birth year like i was born in 64 so uh, there's a couple bottles of something we had from napa and surprisingly really good so you're open that bottle and you're thinking well those great when i was born those grapes are coming in off the vine um and it's farming right it's hard it's hard ass yeah. work but it's, it's, oh, yeah. get to it, take all the romance out of it it's hard work it's a it's an alcoholic beverage but there's a the reason why it's so special some of that stuff ages uh, very well and you can open some old wine and it takes you right back to uh like a friend's birthday was like in 70 was it 73 and we found some uh california zin or, or or cab from somewhere in one of the old wineries older wineries and we we cranked down some tunes from 73 it was like angie from the stones and all this old you know kind of rock and roll and it's like man you need to sit there and listen to it and that's it's a time machine essentially that's i can think that's why oh yeah you know and there's some you ever try uh you ever try that ohio wine i haven't <laughs> it's supposed to be good we got a, a little section up in northeast ohio they call the napa of ohio oh nice yeah like some great, there's great wine grapes i think like two or three wineries within you know 15 20 minute drive from where i'm at and pretty- uh like my wife and i you know when we were able to would just go and sit and they've got this beautiful view over like the woods and a river and uh you know eat some eat some cheese and drink some wine and have a good old time (laughs) people have been doing that for for millennia for thousands of years oh yeah and it's it really is it's about it's i I always you know tell people it's not necessarily about the beverage but it's about who you're with and it's about where you are because you know, wineries, um, every state has, has wine now that produces wine. And you go to these places and you sit out, like you said, and it's like, ah, look at that. You know, it's a moment you take it because it's always a beautiful view. It's, it's, everyone's joyful. It's happy. We're having a little drink. Mm -hmm. It's, it's about joy. There's so many things that are just so shitty these days. Uh, (laughs) One of those things you go, you, you sit there and you're so many pours you go, this is from the so-and-so and you're like okay and, and you're sitting looking around going look at this and you forget this is beautiful you, and you forget you take a moment to forget all the crap and and you take you know you, you step off for a second and just admire that look at that so that's again that's sort of why i like it i, I do want to do the bourbon trail too you know through through ohio and in kentucky there oh yeah I to do that 
because uh, one one day one day i'll definitely do that i've got i've got my uh my maker's mark over here i've got some other stuff downstairs and that's that's my kind of drink i like wine but give me a whiskey or bourbon any day (laughs) bourbon is is my uh other second love it's uh Mictors is my go-to. I love Mictors. Uh, I'm trying to go through all those if I can. And, and Makers is always, you know, I was always a bottle of Makers here. But that's, again, it's like, uh, it, it, it's sort of you step off. Life is fast. And, and uh, I always think a bourbon with a buddy is always a good way to sort of step off and, and stop the clock for a minute. I, I always think wine is, to me, is sort of like a, you know, you can go back in time, a time machine. And bourbon, to me, is like, let's stop the clock and step off. And take a moment you know nice. um so that's yeah i i kind of dig it all man it's 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 fun but that's what i'm that's sort of what i'm i nerd out to these days uh, when i'm not doing vo but i i this is what i love like being in front of this microphone and doing you know characters and working on shows and oh, yeah. uh, whatever it's it's just uh i i still ache every morning to get up and you know do it again nice nice i like that well, you brought up uh, the Stones and music and stuff. What what is some of your favorite type of music? What do you like to rock out to? Uh, I'm all over the map. Uh, I really could be in the mood. Cool, cool. <laughs> like my high school days were the '80s, so there's always some '80s going on. And my daughter's kind of cool because they love the '80s, and my son's into, uh, in you know, into techno and stuff. And it's 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 uh, it's it's a lot of fun because I went through all these phases, and I kind of. I like it all. I go through uh, everything from classical to ACDC to uh, to blues to jazz. Oh yeah! All right, we got we got something in common there. Oh yeah, yeah. We're um, we're both the same way. We uh we were in our you know high school jazz band, so we played that and the orchestra. Oh, yeah. and... I was in the jazz band. Nice. Oh, What'd nice. you play? What did you play? I played bass guitar. I played nice. Trom- I played trombone. Uh, a little bit of trumpet way back. It's kind of all over the place, but I, yeah, I was the guy who just hit things. I, I, I was the drummer. Yeah, <laughs> my dad, that's my dad's uh, claim to fame in, in his town. He was, uh, their group was one of the first rock bands in my hometown in a little place called Peterborough, Ontario, Canada. And, and he, they have a star on the walk of fame because his group, the Sonics were there. They call it, I guess think of the Sonics and there was an original one, uh, the famous one, but they were the Sonics in Peterborough and they were the first, rock band in our in our our town back in the day oh nice so, so they weren't the uh will uh have love will travel sonics they were no, the other no they were the little known lesser known uh sonics <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though i mean i i know like with with my rock band my my son's my biggest fan and you know all 10 of them are great fans but yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's great. My mom is tone deaf. Uh, every time she starts to sing or hum, like, mom, mom, no, no, no. <laughs> I can relate there. Family's got this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's good stuff. So kind of going back to, you know, stepping off and kind of escaping, uh, you know, the l- crazy life we have. If you could actually get teleported, if you could get, you know, be in any one universe, you know whether it's uh cartoons or movies books what what would you want to where would you want to be oh gosh um i always dug star trek i always uh, love that uh i love science fiction to oh, be yeah. able, uh, you know one uh, to, to be able to, to to one day uh 
you know, travel to different uh, worlds was always kind of big with me. Um, I, I, I like to think somewhere out there, there's, there's another civilization. I'm, I'm sure we can't be it in this entire vast. I, well, yeah. <laughs> Universe is very, very large. I, I, I agree with you a hundred percent on uh, that. And so when, uh, when William Shatner went up uh, in space the other day and, and uh and he he got very emotional about he said i hope i never lose it i hope i never lose this feeling and open because you realize how insignificant and fragile we all this planet is he said you look down it's like this little layer that keeps us alive you know life death life. Right. yeah know? and i think that that really affected him um and I, and I, I kind of, I really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I empathize with that. I, I could feel that, you know, he's the emotion and it must be just incredible just to be able to look down and go, Oh boy, uh, that little layer. And, and it, it's, yeah, it's crazy. And, and humanity and how the things we've invented, it's all been on this, this blue planet and out there, nothing death life and, and and i thought that was really profound uh what he said when he landed back on the ground so uh what an experience but i like to think if i was transported to a time and a place would be space exploration uh, you know 500 oh, yeah. years from now like what would that yeah. oh yeah yeah i like that i think that's our first star trek answer we've gotten on that question so i like that oh yeah <laughs> So is, is there any voice that you would like prefer if you had to get stuck into a different voice that you do? Is there any voice you'd prefer to be stuck in? Um, Where is my rubber ducky? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, that character, you know, I really like, uh, I, I, I'm honest with you, I, I haven't seen anything I've done all the way through. I've literally not seen like if i've done an a, a show i have never like all the way through like actually sat down and for the first time uh we just finished or, or the he-man masters of the universe just dropped and i had to get yeah oh, yeah play uh talkie the tiger um the battle cat and um and of course i i, I remember the, the original and, and stuff like that and i love there's a it kind of came from a bit of a cross between Liam Neeson and well I can't remember the actor who was on Game of Thrones who was uh remember the red the 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 the, the witch the red witch the uh, yeah yeah he was this he was the sai he was the, the the king's like confidant he was uh I don't think you should you know it's not a good idea for I don't I don't trust her you know it was one of those and and the voice came uh, kind of you know melded from from those two characters so sort of a softness in here and they you know with a plum and i really yeah. like that voice print it was really fun to 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 do that and uh, i don't know by the power of grace call it's kind of fun to say that <laughs> oh i imagine especially like with the yeah. how iconic the original was yeah know. it's so I, I love that voice placement. The, the Megatron thing is interesting. I was talking to Rob Paulson a while ago, and I know some of us can, and, and it's very easy to get sort of 
you know, and that's where it's not upset, but, you know, disappointed. Uh, you get a chance to uh, inhabit this character in his role for a while. And if you're lucky enough, the, it lasts for quite a long time. Yeah. But most of the time, it's a short window. Enjoy it. And, and, and some people, you know, we're talking about the, the, the next uh, iteration of, of, uh, of Transformers. And I said, look, I was fortunate enough to be even, you know, cast in the role. And none of us had any idea how long longevity this, this thing goes, right? Uh, so to be able to do, the, you know, yes, and excellent, and still do it at conventions and be able to, you know, horse around that voice has been pretty amazing because we don't own it. Like we don't own the character. It's, it's just, we just get to inhabit it for a while. And, and I think to be very thankful, the fact that we even get that chance is amazing. So, uh, you know, that's, that's just crazy. the way your business is. You, you, yeah. you do your thing and then, you know, somebody else coming. It, it's just the way it is. And um, I think in younger, a younger me, would sort of get really, you know, bent out of shape and like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Now I'm like, hey, man, you know, what a ride, what a thrill. You know, I got a chance to, now I'm doing the, the battle camp uh, and, and some other characters are coming up uh, that I can't tell you about quite yet. But oh, like, so some stuff to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a big one uh, that's just been, uh, I don't think I can talk about it yet, guys. <laughs> All right, me. yeah, don't, don't break any NDAs. We are not worth it. <laughs> it's pretty cool and uh, again it's a chance to inhabit these characters and bring life to them and um and how fun is that so that's the deal you know that's the deal i like right? it and that makes sense that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy you get to revisit so often I mean, who who know knew like inuyasha they'd be oh, bringing it back after 20 years you know <laughs> Yeah, the toy's still in here. I got some toys here in the new house. I still have, you know, you know the Optimus Prime, the animated, and that was fun to do. Transform and roll out. Basically my own voice. Who's with me? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and Inuyasha, is, is, they, brought, uh, they brought him back. Shumaru, yeah. yeah. Uh, so now it's uh, Yashihime and, and Seshi's. Uh, I got a chance to wear the, wear the, the fur robe again. And right. play. cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i mean how long has that been and when did we start that oh uh, man inuyasha was what late 90s yeah i think so yeah this is uh this is in the back of this uh coming to the playstation 2 november 2004 <laughs> <laughs> oh man i think we we're about to start high uh, school then yeah, <laughs> yep what the hell was I doing? Two thousand four. I guess I was doing this. Yeah, voice in Sashomaru. <laughs> I still in Vancouver. I didn't leave uh, to come down here to two thousand seven, so I'm still doing that. Uh, yeah, man, that's crazy. But I got I got toys. We went through some toys, man. You'd fall over. Uh, my booking agent, uh, he uh, came over, and him and and, and Nori came over, and uh, from Celeb, Celeb Works, they're my they're booking agents, and they before we moved out of out of L.A. We, we had a ball we went through I, I sold him a bunch of stuff and uh and I, i'm gonna probably you know part with a lot of it and sell it and get get rid of it some pretty cool toys like crazy ass toys like i got welcome back cotter dolls all in the box i get space, oh wow space 1999 i got the two leads in the box i got wonder woman's i, I think i bought them on ebay i got a whole <laughs> the whole cast aside from maybe a couple of them 
the original Wonder Woman dolls, uh, when Linda Carter was Wonder Woman, and, and oh wow, they're all Migos. And they're right, I don't know right. what they're worth, but there's some pretty cool stuff. Oh yeah, see, I'm I'm a I'm a bit of a collector. I'm sure, I'm sure you saw behind me, you know, some statues and all the Funko Pops and stuff, and uh. So, like, you know, you said you're going to get, you know, possibly sell some of them. Is there anything, like, you collect that you absolutely could never get rid of? Oh, that's a good one. Jeez, uh, I don't know. Well, when I, got, uh, I still have the old train set my dad had when he was a kid. I could never get rid of that. Oh, I, wow. have, I have some sports cards. I mean, growing, growing up in Canada, you, the, the, when you... When you're when you're born in that country, it's, it's, it's spliced into your DNA. It is a hockey gene. Oh yeah. Even, <laughs> even, if you don't, even if you don't play it, it's there because you could be somewhere walking in the Eastern Europe and hear like a sound of a hockey game. You're like walking like, a, hey, is that a hockey game there? What's going on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've got a buddy who was born in Canada and he's lived like all over the world, you know, in Europe and in the US and like he that's one thing that has always followed him just yeah. exactly how you described. <laughs> I'm tonight because uh, uh my, my buddy who does the, the LA Kings podcast, I uh, wished me a happy birthday on on Twitter. I went uh that's pretty cool because I, I got to sat, sat, uh, sit up above and do a, a couple of after games is you know some commentary on the podcast and uh a few years ago i've seen a couple of stanley cups which is if you're born in oh wow stanley cup is sort of like the you that's know, the uh, super bowl <laughs> it, 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 it is when that i've never seen you know and you know the james naismith and and super bowl trophy comes out i've never seen any anybody anybody react to a trophy the way they do the stanley cup it's really it's like a oh, yeah. into <laughs> i remember being when the kings won a couple times the first time they won in 2012 and that thing comes out and and everybody's crying number one like oh my god <laughs> uh, incredible uh they're hugging and crying in tears and i didn't think it ever happened you know grown men and women and this is it, it comes out and the music is to play and ever the whole arena staples is like oh like the whole rink just like like in reverence like put their hand over their heart and then there it is and, and it's <laughs> to see and and the the joy it brought uh you know the, the organization uh and i never thought i'd see any stanley cups and i had to, i had to move to la to see, to see them <laughs> <laughs> right in fact that the la kings start their season tonight on my birthday is like that's all right i know what i'm doing tonight uh, that's that's awesome I can't believe them, the Lakers, and the Clippers all share one same arena and make yeah, that work. Not for long, not for long. The Clips have, uh, have struck a deal, and they're going to be in Inglewood, I think, at a brand new uh, facility down the road. No, oh, nice uh, for them. But uh, but it's quite it's you know moving to Los Angeles and having all that at your doorstep. Uh, even though I'm like still like 45 minutes out of the city, it's still right there. And with the Hollywood Bowl and and the Greek Theater for music and in all the venues and the sports things you can go to this. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, now that I'm kind of middle age, uh, I kind of like being out here where it only takes a few minutes to get anywhere. And when you get there, there's tons of parking. I'm kind of digging <laughs> <laughs> in the beach is like 15 minutes that way. The mountain oh, nice. right there. I'm like, okay, this is, yeah, I love, I love the city and, and I, I love the action. Um, and I've always been a big city kind of person. But uh, I kind of like looking out the back and seeing some agriculture, seeing some, you know, yeah, you know, a little quiet and reserved and yeah. 
no, there's no there's no choppers you know 11 30 at night like go what the hell i remember i was so wound up the last few months <laughs> who are they looking for is somebody who's who's in my is somebody in my backyard you know <laughs> why are they hovering why every night is somebody stealing something at 11 30 just to piss me off is that oh my god <laughs> come on stop uh, so it's nice not to have that to so just go outside at night and go listen to that owls you know and i go oh wow what have i been doing all these years you can uh, see stars up in the sky yeah look at and that. <laughs> yeah it's it's something about it and as much as i'm i like i said i'm a big city and la's great and it's weird because new york is one of my favorite cities but and i it's like my drug i go there and it's like okay hit me here we go Woo! <laughs> uh, you get on the airplane and you're exhausted because you all your energy is like living in the city and i think that'd be kind of cool for a while but just you know when you when you get on the plane and come home you're like i'm i'm done yeah it's like you, you have a social meter and the second you walk out of there you realized it's been maxed out for days yeah. <laughs> you're vibrating literally vibrating and uh we were supposed we were set up last may <laughs> last may we we'd rented an apartment uh just uh down south of mid or what was it yeah uh toward downtown but but off of broadway like in the little quieter off you know probably four or five blocks south and, and over and we had rented an apartment i said like, okay my agents were all happy i was going to be well, it's going to be in new york for the month we're going to hit the restaurants and see a couple of shows and uh, bang bang boom yeah and uh my wife's sicilian so we're going to hit the little italy and do all this stuff and and i i've been we've been in new york a number of times and I, we're going to be like be live there for for a minute and then of course you know the pandemic happened and who know what he was going anywhere i still yeah. i still haven't been on an airplane yet after two years and i used to go on an airplane every week because I, I i really miss you know seeing you guys in person and being doing the conventions and all this other stuff and uh yeah yeah it, you realize uh, how much you miss it uh when it when it's it goes away and uh yeah i can't wait to sort of get out back out and doing that stuff again because the whole reason I'm doing what I'm doing is because, you know, the fandom of these different shows and, and, and you guys, otherwise we don't exist. So it's great to go and meet in person and hang out and, you know, share a few laughs and, you know, maybe a, you know, a drink or a conversation. That's, that's worth, right. That's the real bonus of doing what I do. Oh yeah. You're right. Uh, so yeah, I dig that. I miss it. Well, the real bonus of you guys getting trapped in your houses for a year was it gave us more access to talk to you. <laughs> That's um, right. Ohio. Yeah, I remember the first uh, interview I did uh, after it was a couple months. But, uh, people. Oh, my God, people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's another show I'm working on. We did all the table reads. We, we do table reads on Zoom and then we record on Zoom right. uh, later in the week. And I uh, got word that... Um, the table reads are going to be coming back. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that because that's where you get the energy, you know? And oh yeah. The, you know, interacting and reacting off of the other people and everything. Having people, you know, hearing the laugh, the laughers, they call them, you know, and that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I, we still no. appreciate you. Of course. Um, Tell me, so you're all dads. Is that, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, we're yes. Fathers ourselves. And so, how, how old? How old? Are you? Uh, my my son will be nine in a couple of days here. 
Wow. And my daughter's six. And my son is four. Uh, he'll be five beginning of the year. So, so you're right in the thick of it all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun, fun times. The. Oh, man. I swear over the last week, it, it's gotten worse where it's like, hey, I need you to do this. And he'll just put his toy down with, you know, authority and go, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, it's uh, kind of cool, man. It, my, my son will be 24. It's hard to believe. My daughter just turned 28. And that's just freaking me out. I honestly it's just it's so it, time goes so fast. So just enjoy every second. People, everybody tells you that. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, the last four years have just. Yeah, they fly. Once they start establishing personalities and stuff, it's it's less fun when when you realize they're more like you than you wanted them to be. <laughs> oh, I do stuff now. I do stuff like this. I put my my and listen to somebody and I'm I'm like this and I go, Oh my god, my dad, my dad. Oh, <laughs> put the hand down. Cause uh, <laughs> DNA is is quite quite interesting because there's a lot of things that I'm starting to do now. When I watch my son walk away, he has the same gait as I do. And I can oh, see okay. in, you know, our side of the family. It's the same. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, well, there, man. to, to kind of to end this on a, on a fun note, we, we always yeah. have our guest do an intro at the end. Because <laughs> we'll cut it off and throw it at the beginning of the episode for it, um, and it's you know real simple. Just you know introduce yourself, who you are, maybe some characters and voices if you want to do them, and you are listening to Two Dads and a Podcast. Okay, you are listening to Two Dads and a Podcast. Yes, excellent. Don't forget me. Can I do one too? After all. I'm always second in command. You're listening to Two Dads, the podcast. <laughs> and from Masters of the Universe, don't forget to... What is it? What's my line? What is my line? Oh, yes. By the power of Grayskull, listen to Two Dads, the podcast. There it is. There what is? Me. I'm David Kay. David K. <laughs> yeah. It's it was a sure. fun way to end it, you know, have that little little extra thing there. Um, <laughs> man, he's he was such a down to earth, chill guy, like supremely talented, like oh my crazy, I don't, in, I... incredibly talented. Um, <laughs> I mean, look up some of the stuff that he's done. I, I, my mind was blown as I was going through the list to 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 create the collage of characters and stuff for him. His vocal range is absolutely crazy. Absolutely loved it. And yeah. The well, dude's just OG as as fuck. Oh yeah. Yeah. Been doing this for a very long time. Very if long you time. enjoyed that though, you can go back. I mean, we we've done a good uh, two dozen or more interviews so far, and we we've got some more that we're working yep. on, some more that's gonna come out. So just check that out on our YouTube. Check out the the interview series playlist on our YouTube. You can 
you know, if you have any questions about any of the interviews, if you want to talk a little bit about some of the characters, let us know. Facebook, Twitter, shoot us a follow on there, Instagram, comment on the YouTube videos, email us, 2dap2020 at gmail.com. And if you want to see the extended, unedited, uncut interviews, check out our Patreon to help support us, and you get access to those as well. And uh, you can also check out, we, we're kind of doing this new little series, that our shorts, Pack and Cracks. I mean, Kraken packs. Yes, Those, opening up uh, some Pokemon cards and Magic cards on the YouTube. And soon, and I'm gonna start getting uh, some some other types of cards, Yu-Gi-Oh, or, you know, what have you. We're yeah, gonna we'll go have, wild with it, with that. have some fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, soon, I'm getting the 25th anniversary uh, Ultra Premium Special Box. Yeah, very <laughs> doing an unpacking of that. So that'll be that'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, and of course, guys. Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. So next time we are going to do a top five. I'm not quite sure what it's what it's going to be yet. No, um, I'm, I'm still trying to convince him to to let us do the top five times Ash Ketchum was actually badass. Um, he hasn't. <laughs> I'm, I keep, he hasn't bit I keep on telling him there aren't five times. <laughs> um, so if we want to change this to red, no, uh, I'm I'm thinking maybe anime related. Maybe we go to the animation movies. Maybe we go to the anime movies, uh, a series movies. You know, yeah, get a little tree of might lots. in there from DBZ. I don't fucking know. Well, if you got it, and if any of the 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 live viewers, live live listeners, and everything have any suggestions before we record next Wednesday, let us know. Yep, I will gladly ignore all suggestions as usual. <laughs> as is <laughs> tradition there we have it guys interview with david k and more more fun stuff with the interview series coming up here in a couple weeks thank you guys for so sure. much for listening we love you all <laughs>